Well, hello, word nerds. How are you doing today? I'm sure that you are very excited to learn about some more words today. So let's get into it. My name is Spencer, and I'm walking you through this, this thing, this whole, this whole project, podcast thing. Can we even call it a podcast anymore? I mean, it, it is an audio medium still. Still got them doing the podcast thing, but now it's on YouTube, so it's a show. Welcome to the show. The first word in this show is encumbrance. Encumbrance. At the end of the previous episode, we had encumber, and now we have encumbrance. E-N-C-U-M-B-R-A-N-C-E. Noun from 1535. One, something that encumbers, and the synonyms are impediment and burden. I can't do the thing that I want to do because I got an encumbrance. Oh, we all got encumbrances. We all want to do things and stuff. You know, I want to do more of this show and make films and act and do those things. But I got encumbrances that are not letting me do that, like needing to pay bills. Number two, a claim as a mortgage against property. So, if I remember correctly, in the previous one we had mm -hmm, encumber, this is the verb form, to burden with a legal claim as a mortgage. And so then the thing, the burden, is the encumbrance. It is the claim, like the mortgage, against property. So, are we saying, is that, is literally, is a mortgage literally also just called an encumbrance? Um, so... The bank then has the claim on your property that you own it, but they own like who owns it? You're paying you're paying the bank, so do you not technically own it? But anyway, it's a mortgage, it's an encumbrance, and that is also an impediment and a burden financially, because you're paying a whole bunch of money for this thing, but then because you're borrowing the money from the bank, you you you're paying all this interest. Oh, I hate interest. I hate you interest. Oh, it's so, it's so, you, you spend so much money on a thing. So much, too much, too much. I don't like it. Okay, the sound effect today is going to be, hmm, <laughs> the next word is encumbrancer. Encumbrancer? Hello, my name is encumbrancer. No, noun from 1858. One that holds an encumbrance. And I'm going to guess that that's probably the mortgage. So who is holding this uh, this encumbrance mortgage? Is it the person that holds the mortgage? Is it the bank that holds the mortgage? I don't know. But one of them, one of them holds that mortgage very close to their heart. And they are the encumbrancer. Definitely never heard of this one. <laughs> the next is insi or insyke. Not sure how we want to say this because they are an abbreviation for encyclopedia. So it's E-N-C-Y or E-N-C-Y-C. Ensi, encyc. When you can't spell all the letters in encyclopedia, you just shorten it to four or five letters. And, and depending on context, we know what we're talking about. Hmm? <laughs> Next is the suffix E-N-C-Y. NC? Is that how we say that? The sun and C. Yes, this is a noun suffix, and it means quality or state, as in the example, 
despondency. So when you are in a quality or state of feeling despondent, and like ho-hum, you are in despondency. What else? So is this a uh, despondent? Um, so would that be an adjective? Are you putting this at the end of adjectives? Um, taste? No. I was going to say tasty. Tasty and see? Quality, quality or state of being tasty? Taste and see? Taste and see? How else? How, where do you use this word? So many places, probably. Um, yeah, if you just, it's just a quality or state of being a thing. In that state of that thing. And I wish I could come up. Let's see. Let's just do a quick search. Examples of the suffix. Um, now, that's the thing about the suffixes. As I've said before, you, you don't find them in uh, alphabetical order because they're at the end of things. Um, emergency, agency, complacency, efficiency, expediency, fluency. There's so many of them. So many of them. So complacency, you're in a state of being complacent. Uh, emergency, we're in a state of emergence. It's, it's an emergency. We're in a state of, you can't say that. You can't say it's a emer- state of being in an emergency. Uh, fluency, fluency. We're fluent in things. Okay, that's very good. Good, good list. Hmm. <laughs> Next is encyclical. First form adjective from 1647 this is addressed to all the individuals of a group and the synonym is general something that just goes out for all the people all the people in a group it's uh, it's general it's encyclical why 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 uh because it is from the greek in in encyclikos encyklios which means circular or general from n, which means in, plus kaiklos, or, or yeah, it's probably kaiklos, which means circle. Uh, there's more at the words in and wheel. So in a circle, um, it's like metaphorically, you got all the people around in a circle around you, and you're talking to them all at the same time. But you got to walk around, you got to spin around so you can look at everybody in the eye. So it's like you're, you're doing an encyclical movement, talking to everybody uh, getting all the general information out there. So it's addressed to all the individuals of a group. They're, the group is standing around you in a circle, a cycle. Hmm. <laughs> the second form of encyclical is a noun from 1837. An encyclical letter. That's what this is. But specifically a papal letter to the bishops of the church as a whole or to those in one country. So this is a religious letter sent out uh, to the bishops. Who is sending it? Is the Pope sending it? Is a, a, a minister, a priest in a local area sending it to all the bishops? But whatever it is, it's going out to all the bishops in a group, in an area, in the whole world, whatever, and it's an encyclical. Because it's, it's the idea of just, it's going out to the, all the members of a group. Yeah. You are members of my group, and so this podcast is an encyclical. It's going out to all of you. Hmm. Hmm. Next is 
Encyclopedia spelled E-N-C-Y-C-L-O-P-A-E-D-I-A, or also encyclopedic with a C at the end. Uh, And this is the chiefly British variation of encyclopedia or encyclopedic, which we're going to talk about now. Uh, Because, uh, let's see, they added an extra A in there, encyclopedia. The Americans don't spell it encyclopedia. We, we, We just spell it encyclopedia with one E. Ho, 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 hum. That's this word, encyclopedia. Noun from 1644. There's just one definition. A work that contains information on all branches of knowledge or treats comprehensively a particular branch of knowledge, usually in yes, usually in articles arranged alphabetically, often by subject. Uh, you know, so if you are above a certain age, you remember probably having a whole set of encyclopedias in your house. There, there was a job when people would go around house to house selling encyclopedias. They probably, you know, it's 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 everything. It's all the stuff in the world that we know in put into these this volume of probably ten or twenty books, and it was a big deal. You gotta have gotta have your encyclopedias because how else are you gonna get your information? You you could go to the library, but then you gotta you gotta find the books and study it but wouldn't it be great if you could just have all the information that you need all the important information just in a whole series of books big old heavy fat books that are taking up space on your shelf on the off chance that you might need to look something up most of us i think a lot of us a lot of people had encyclopedias and people would go they would probably take a book they'd say i have volume f in my hands and I'm going to show you this book and then you're going to be you're going to you're going to want to buy the whole rest of them. How much did those cost? I never I think we had encyclopedias at home. I don't remember a big old set, but we had something. We definitely had something, but then but then technology took over and I remember getting some sort of early like CD-ROM encyclopedia program that was like, "Oh my god, now it's all on a disk. It's all on a disk or saved to your computer, and you can access all of this information about animals and weather and anything you can think of. All it's all it's all in the encyclopedia. It's all in the encyclopedia. And now, and now we have reached the internet age, and we have things called well, we got one thing called Wikipedia. It's a it's a wiki. Don't know exactly what that means. Something about People can put in information, and uh, and then you just put on Pedia at the end, and it means encyclopedia. And you know, people have issues with uh, with uh, with it, with Wikipedia, I guess, because it can be uh, changed and and rewritten by the public. But there are people who go through and they'll check things and make sure that they got good references, and uh, it's all factual. Eventually, it'll get fixed. So it's a really good place to go um, if you want some information. And then, you know, then we got, like, specifics. We got, like, uh, specific uh, pop culture sort of encyclopedia things for that thing. Harry Potter, Star Wars, Doctor Who, whatever it is, they got their own wikis. So the whole idea, I mean, the whole Internet now is just our encyclopedia. All of the information, real or fake, it's all out there. 
And that's, that's our new encyclopedia. But back in the day, 1644 is when encyclopedia was invented. Uh, it's just all, all these books, all this human knowledge put into things sorted alphabetically. This book, Dictionary, it's, uh, it's similar in the sense that it's organized. It's all the uh, stuff in our brains organized alphabetically. But instead of giving you the actual information of what it is, uh, it just gives the definition of like this, this word. Encyclopedia doesn't have words like uh, encumbrancer, probably. Encyclopedia is more about nouns, things, all the, the things, the places, the stuff. The word is from Middle Latin encyclopedia. I mean, it's literally the same word spelled with the A-E, the, the way the British spell it. Uh, and it means course of general education because it is from the Greek enkyklios, which we saw in the previous word, uh, plus paideia, which means education or child rearing because it is from paid or pais, which means child. And there's more at the word few for some reason. So, yeah, it's, it's the general knowledge given to the children just learning. That's what we got to do. We got to learn. We got to give as much education to the kids as possible. And so it's encyclopedia. And, of course, this is connected to encyclical because that's all about the circle. And this just, it just means general, general stuff. So uh, if you ever wondered where the word encyclopedia came from, which I didn't, which is shocking, how did I never look this up? That's what it means. Encyclo, general, pedia, children, education, right? Uh, yeah, education and child rearing. Encyclopedia. It's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Go read your encyclopedia. Hmm. And then when you're learning, you can say things like, hmm, 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 yeah, hmm, yeah. The next word is encyclopedic. Adjective from 1824. Uh, almost 200 years after the noun was made, of, relating to, or suggestive of an encyclopedia or its methods of treating or covering a subject. As in, oh no, the, the synonym is comprehensive. So that's the whole idea of an encyclopedia. It's very comprehensive. It's, it's just, it's as much information as possible. And of course, now with the internet, we can be even more comprehensive because we're not limited by physical space you just put it on the internet. Just make it as long as you want. Where's the Wikipedia page for me and this podcast? Um, there's a couple examples. An encyclopedic mind. So if you have an encyclopedic mind, which I very much do not, I have the opposite of an encyclopedic mind, you know a lot of stuff. You remember a lot of things. You are very good with the knowledge. Also is in... An encyclopedic collection of armor. <laughs> a collection of armor that is very comprehensive of all the different types of armors throughout the years from all over the world. An odd example, but hey, we, it, makes, it makes the dictionary more fun when you got some weird examples in here. Uh, encyclopedically is an adverb, and uh, yeah, that's it for encyclopedic. It's just comprehensive stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Encyclopedism. That's the next word. Encyclopedism. 
noun from 1833, the quality or state of being encyclopedic. So I guess if you have an encyclopedic mind, you have encyclopedism. This is, who, who is using this word? Are you using this word? I don't think you're using this word. One more encyclopedia-related word. Ho, 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 yeah, hmm. Encyclopedist. Noun from 1651. So this is only uh, seven years after encyclopedia was made. We got encyclopedist. One. One who compiles or writes for an encyclopedia. They... They must have an encyclopedic mind if they're writing the encyclopedia. Also, they're probably doing a lot of research. It must take a lifetime to write an encyclopedia if you're just one person. You don't have time. You got to have a, you got to have hundreds 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 of people to write an encyclopedia. It's not a one person thing. Same with the dictionary. Uh, number 2 for encyclopedist is often capitalized uh, this is one of the writers of a French encyclopedia, specifically between 1751 and 1780, who were identified with the Enlightenment and advocated deism and scientific rationalism. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Deism? I feel like that's related. That's Is that like a, a God-related thing? Belief in the existence of a supreme being. Yeah, that's deism. But also, what? They're also uh, concerned, they adv also advocate scientific rationalism. Well, that's interesting. You don't usually see that every day. Rational scientific stuff, but also believing in a supreme uh, being. Mm, those are usually very different. But I guess maybe some people can put them together. They can have some cognitive dissonance going on. Um, so this specifically, they were one of the writers of this French encyclopedia. What is this French encyclopedia from 1751 to 1780? And uh, they, they were involved with the Enlightenment. Um, interesting. So um, somehow, some reason, this specific situation became something. <laughs> and these people were called encyclopedists. All right. Huh. Huh. Next word is insist. Now, it's not like, I insist you to listen to this show. No, this is spelled E-N-C-Y-S-T. Insist. Like, some people get like cysts on their head or in their bodies. Um, this is a, a verb from 1720, starting with transitive. To enclose in a cyst. Just going to. Just gonna put you. Just gonna put you in a cyst. I'm gonna insist that you go in this cyst. Intransitive is to form or become enclosed in a cyst. But people, people are not being enclosed in cysts. Other things, maybe like I don't know, pieces of fat, pimples, something on your body gets enclosed in a cyst. Well, cysts. Insistment is a noun. Insistment. So is that the act, the action of the cyst enclosing a thing? Insist. I insist that we move on to the next not gross word. That's subjective. Hum. Hum. Hmm. <laughs> the last word is the first form of the word 
end. E-N-D. It's terrible that the word end comes so early in the dictionary. It would be best if it came at the very end of the dictionary. But no, it's right here in the E's. End. E-N-D. Noun from before the 12th century. 1A. The part of an area that lies on the boundary or at the boundary. The, the part of an area that lies at the boundary of that area. So here's an area, here's an area, and then the boundary, something that lies near the edge, is the end. It's the end of the area. 1B1, a point that marks the extent of something. How? What's the extent of a thing? What's the extent of this podcast? Uh, well, I don't know. We will find out when it's when we hit the end. When we get there, we'll know. That's the end. 1B2. The point where something ceases to exist, as in world without end. Uh, the, the point where something ceases to exist, it just doesn't exist anymore. So that was the end. It, when you go past the end, it doesn't exist. What, what doesn't exist anymore? Something's over. A life. The end of the life. That life doesn't exist anymore. But does it? We don't know. 1C. The extreme or last part lengthwise. And the synonym is tip. Um, I have a pen here somewhere, don't I? Where's the, here's the pen. Of course I think of a pen when I think of the tip of the thing. That's the end of the pen. That's the tip. Okay. Uh, 1D, the terminal unit of something spatial that is marked off by units. What does that mean? The terminal unit of something spatial that is marked off by units. Well, a ruler is marked off by units, and so the last of those units, the terminal, that's terminal means like the end of a thing. The, the last of the units would be the end of the ruler. 1E. A player stationed at the extremity of a line, as in football. Which football are we talking about? I don't think it matters, uh, but it's probably American football because um, there there are ends. I've heard I've heard of football players being described as ends, a tight end, right? Their their end is tight, and so they are the end of the line. Two uh, a cessation. Of a course of action, pursuit, or activity. Cessation. That's another end. Wait, it's the end of a thing. The, the ending of a course of action, pursuit, or activity. It's the end. This activity is done. Almost. We're not quite there yet. We're very close to the end of this activity. To be, the synonyms are death and destruction. Those definitely create the end of lots of things, of, of people, of buildings, of other stuff. 2C1, the ultimate state. That's not a united state. That's just a, the state, a state of being. The, the ultimate state is the end. The ultimate like as then the last one, probably. 2C2, the synonyms are result and issue. So, the result of a thing, I guess, is the end of that situation. Uh, if you are issuing, the yeah, result. The result of a, of, a, of a situation. The result of me throwing my phone on the floor 
would be the end of my phone. That's the result. Three, something incomplete, fragmentary, or undersized. And the synonym is remnant. Something incomplete, it, there's only a fragment of it, or it's just small. It's just a remnant. A piece of a thing is the end. I don't really know. I need context on that one. 4A, an outcome worked toward. The synonym is purpose, as in, the end of poetry is to be poetry. That's a thinker. That's a quote from R.P. Warren. Uh, so the an outcome worked toward. You are working toward an outcome. You're working toward a thing. And when you reach it, that's the end. You have reached the outcome uh, that you are working towards. The purpose. Ooh, the purpose. What is your what is your purpose? What is your end? What is your outcome? Uh, the end of poetry is to be poetry. And that's a, that's a great quote. The purpose, the purpose of poetry is just to be poetry. That's all it is. It doesn't have to have a different purpose than that. That's the outcome of poetry. It's become poetry. Um, for B, the object by virtue of, by virtue of, or for the sake of which an event takes place. That, that was worded hard. The object by virtue of, or for the sake of, which an event takes place. So let's break that down into two pieces. The object by virtue of which an event takes place, or the object... I have to figure out where where's the there, where's the break. The object by virtue of, or for the sake of, the object for the sake of which an event takes place. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's the end. 5A. A share in an undertaking, as in, kept your end up. Your end, your part of this thing, is, is your share in it, your stake in the thing. You gotta, you gotta do your end. Your end, don't, don't be dropping your end. Hold your end up high. 5B. A particular operation or aspect of an undertaking or organization, as in the sales end of the business, the sales end of the business. Uh, the, a particular operation or aspect of an undertaking or... So just one, one part of a thing is, is the end, the sales end, the administrative end, the other types of ends. Six, something, something that is extreme... The synonym is ultimate, uh, and that is used with the word the, the end, the the extreme, the ultimate. Where where are we using this one? What are we talking about? Ultimate, ultimate frisbee. That's the end of frisbee. Uh, the extreme, something that is extreme, extreme skateboarding, extreme biking, extreme snowboarding, extreme jumping. That's just called parkour. So that's the end. I, I don't, uh, I need a context here. I need an example. Number seven, a period of action or turn in any of various sports events. And uh, examples of those sports events would be archery or lawn bowling. A period of action or turn in any of various sports events. You're, it's your end? What's, how do you use this in context? Um, it's a period of action. 
So when it's your turn in archery, when you're arching, when you're throwing throwing the arrow at the target, it's your it's the end, your end. You got to hold up your end. Lawn bowling is another example. I don't think I don't I I I'm having trouble with this one. A synonym for everything, I guess, is intention. Intention? What's your intention? What's your end? What's your goal? What's your result? What's your damage? Ended is an adjective. It's over. It's ended. It's done. But not yet. Not for this episode. There's a couple of phrases. In the end. And the synonyms for this one are after all and ultimately. As in, we'll surely succeed in the end. When it's all done, after everything, at the end, ultimately... Uh, they they will surely succeed in what they were trying to do. And I'm very happy for them in the end. Not until then, but at that time, at the end. No end. The synonym is exceedingly, as in, it pleases us no end. And that's not how I would say that word. I would probably say it pleases us to no end. I don't know if that's correct, but that's how I want to say it. Um... Exceedingly. It pleases us exceedingly. We couldn't be happier about how this turned out. Um, there's a f- another phrase, on end, and that is without a stop or let up, as in it rained for days on end. I wonder why. So let's see. In the end makes sense. No end. There's no end to how much we are pleased. But this one, on end, it means without a stop or let up. It's ne- it never ends. Uh, it rained for days on end. I'm trying to think of like what's what is the etymology of that? What's the how did that become on end? It's like it got to the end, but then it just kept on going on the end, and then it, there was no end. I don't know. It seems like no end. It it rained for days with no end. I don't know. On end is weird. On end, you're weird. Okay, what is the etymology for the word end? Uh, let's see. It's from the old high German enti, E-N-T-I, which means end. Also Latin ante or ante, A-N-T-E, which means before. Uh, like uh, was antebellum was before slavery or before the war. Uh, anti, anti, I'm trying to think of other anti words off the top of my head antecedent that's a word it's a bo- but means before um well that's interesting because the end is the opposite of that also from the greek anti which means against really the word is from against and before well i guess i mean hmm, that doesn't make sense this is very interesting i was not expecting this maybe we should put a link in the show notes for the etymology of the word end Uh, Because I need some more information. That's a little confusing. Okay, let's now reread the words we had. Encumbrance, encumbrancer, NC or NCYC, NC, encyclical, encyclical, encyclopedia, encyclopedia, encyclopedic, encyclopedism, encyclopedist, insist, and end. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, I mean, I do, I do appreciate uh, the encyclopedias. I think they're very important. 
Um, encyclopedias are very important. Um, maybe I'll just pick end as the word of the episode. Do I want to pick that one or encyclopedia? I don't know. Um, hmm. No, well, let, let's pick encyclopedia as the word of the episode because uh, they are just very important. The whole, just the idea of just going to a place. Let's 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 sing that song. I'm going to a place. No. Um, I need to learn some stuff, so I'm gonna go to the place called the Encyclopedia. <laughs> They're very important. They got all the knowledge. Go to your Encyclopedia to learn stuff. I don't know. It got a little weird, but they're good. And uh, I just I just like that we have knowledge available to us. You know, there's other problems with technology, but some of the good things are you, you can just go. Just go learn about something in five seconds. You can start learning about it, and it's great. And we don't need these big, fat books taking up space. Nope. We just we just got it in our in our phone. Um, okay, I'm going to talk about another movie I watched real quick. What what do I got today for you? Um, let's see. Ooh, do, 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 Sleepy Hollow. Think that's the next one. Uh, this is this is an older movie. It's almost 25 years old now, and I remember when I first saw it, I was I was talking to one group of people and they really liked it. And I, and I talked to another group of people, and they didn't like it. I do remember one of them was, they were actors. And I think the other group was possibly people who were, like, into animation or, like, on the film, the other side of the film thing, because I was in college at the time. And I thought that that was really interesting, that some of them really appreciated for certain aspects and the other group didn't. Uh, and so, yeah, that was just a weird thing. But, you know, it's a it's just a good, fun, I guess it's... Would you call it gothic, sort of? It's Tim Burton. It's It takes place a uh, long time ago. There's this really cool, like, sort of old technology. You can't really call it steampunk, but there's some cool stuff in there, and it's kind of funny, but it's also scary. It's like a good kids' horror movie, I think. And, uh, yeah, so there's some creepy stuff in there. Uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. We have reached the end. Thank you so much for watching this show. Please go ahead and share it to all the places and write comments and reviews and subscribe and all those fun things. And then and then someday we will reach the end of this podcast and we will all be very sad, but we will move on to other things. We won't we won't be depressed. We're just going to keep on going and do finding other projects to do to keep ourselves busy. Yay. Okay, this is the end. Thank you very much for listening and watching. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.